0: Thank you for joining us today for part two of our podcast series, Forces of Nature. Today, our text will be coming from Genesis chapter six through eight. We will be looking at how God used the force of water in the great flood to purge the earth of evil. The Bible tells us in chapter six, verse two, that the sons of God took daughters of men for wives. These were fallen angels who reproduced with earthly women. The results of this were giants. This was an attack against God to spoil the human lineage of Jesus. This was also spoken of in the book of Jude. The wickedness of man had grown great in the earth. The thoughts of his heart was continually on evil. The evil began with the thought process. This is why the Bible tells us to pray without ceasing. If our thoughts are on the Lord continually, we will be protected from the evil attacks on our minds. God was actually grieving over making man. Sin grieves the Lord. The Lord made the decision to destroy man from the face of the earth. There was one man who found grace in the eyes of the Lord. That was Noah. Noah walked with God. Can you imagine the only man on the face of the earth that walked with God? Noah had three sons, Sham, Ham, and Japheth. The earth was completely corrupt. Violence filled the land. The entire race had corrupted their way due to the union with fallen angels. God told Noah, The end of all flesh has come before me. He instructed him to make an ark of gopher wood make rooms in the ark. He told him the height and length to make it. He told him how to make a window and a door. It was to be three stories high. He told him he would establish a covenant with Noah. Noah, his sons, his wife, and their wives would enter the ark. He also told Noah to take two of every living thing of all flesh and bring them into the ark, birds, cattle, everything that lived, In verse 20 of chapter 6, the word says every sort shall come to you to keep them alive. This seems to say that the animals must have came to Noah. He didn't have to go out searching for them. He told them to take food. I cannot imagine the strategy it took to organize this huge task. Noah had to have been a man of great faith. He trusted in God to provide exactly what he needed and God did just that. Finally, the large boat was ready. Noah had been given a divine warning and he took heed. He moved the animals and food into the boat. He put his family into the ark. The people, I'm sure, had laughed and made fun of Noah for many years as he worked so diligently to obey the orders of the Lord. Now it was time to shut the large door. The rains began to fall. Noah had preached that the flood was coming for years and now it was a reality. For 40 days and nights, it rained unceasingly. I cannot imagine how Noah and his family felt as they listened intently to the sounds as the water rose. I'm sure people were screaming and beating on the boat to let them in. Then complete silence as the waters became higher. The entire earth was covered in water. The highest mountains were covered. All flesh on the water died. After the flood had destroyed all living flesh on earth, God sent a wind. The rain stopped falling. The waters eventually dried up. The ark rested on Mount Ararat. After 40 days of waiting for the water to dry up, Noah opened the window in the ark. He sent a raven out. Then he sent a dove out. The dove could not find a place to rest and returned to Noah. He waited another seven days. He sent another dove out. The dove returned with an olive leaf. He waited another seven days and sent the dove out again. This time it did not return. Finally, Noah removed the covering of the ark. The ground was dry. Noah built an altar unto the Lord. The Lord was pleased with Noah's sacrifice. He said he would never again curse the ground for man's sake. God blessed them and replenished the earth with the living creatures that had been on the ark. The rainbow was created to be a righteous symbol from God. This was a sign that God would remember His covenant with every living creature that He would no more destroy the earth with water. The earth will once again be purged, but next time through fire. Remember, only one man was righteous enough to live through the flood. The judgment of fire is coming. We need to be ready to meet the Lord. He is returning to take His children with Him. In Micah 7:19, the Word tells us that He will cast our sins into the depths of the sea. Once you repent of your sins before the Lord, He casts them away, never to be brought up again. If you need the assurance of knowing your sins are forgiven and where you will spend eternity, please join with me as we pray the sweet prayer of salvation. Open your heart to the Lord. He's gracious and merciful to forgive any sin. Sin still grieves his heart today, just as it did in the days of Noah. Let's pray. Dear Jesus, we come to you this afternoon and thank you for being here through this podcast. God, I pray that you will touch every soul listening, God, If there's one out there who does not know you, I pray, God, that they will ask you to come into their heart and forgive them for their sins, God. I pray they will turn from their wicked ways and follow you, God, so that they can be ensured of an eternal home with you in heaven. Please pray that prayer. If you have not given your heart to the Lord, do so today so you will know that you have a home in heaven. Thank you for joining us today for this episode of Forces of Nature. If you would like to join our weekly podcast, you may go to www.kingdomrock.org. Or you may find us by searching Mission Tabernacle Outreach on Apple, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, Amazon, or Pandora Podcast. You may message me directly at missiontabernacle20 at gmail.com. Please pray that the Lord will continue to allow us to go into the highways and byways and help lead the people to Him. Thank you, and we hope you will join us next time.